Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. Here's what's happening in the entertainment industry, media biz, and social platforms. But more importantly, happy Peacock Day. Hope your tattoos came out as good as mine. And a happy Pandemic Tax Day 2020 for all of my accountant listeners. What up, Jeff and Barb? And we're also now halfway through the July Facebook advertiser boycott. Just uh, putting that out there. But plenty of other news to get to with, of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. And Apple TV, okay, fine, Apple TV Plus, uh, dropped the trailer for the new Jason Sudeikis series, Ted Lasso. That one centers on an American football coach who's hired to coach a British football team, uh, meaning soccer. He must be from England, yeah. Wales, that another country? Yes and no. How many countries are in this country? Four. Don't worry, they have jokes about tea as well. The first three episodes drop on August 14th, with episodes rolling out weekly after that. And now over to Hollywood. Viacom CBS has parted ways with longtime host of Wild and Out, Nick Cannon, after he made remarks about people of African descent being the true Jews, praising Louis Farrakhan, and it seems some other comments that just did not go over well in the latest episode of his Cannon's Class podcast. This all according to the Jewish news site Forward.com. No word if Viacom also intends to pull the several hours of old Wild and Out episodes that currently fill out VH1's linear schedule a couple of days a week. Nick Cannon is also, of course, slated to launch a nationally syndicated daily TV show this fall and is the host of The Masked Singer, so as The Hollywood Reporter put it, more to come. And also at Viacom CBS, Showtime canceled The Jim Carrey Show, Kidding, after two seasons. And CBS has officially pulled Survivor from the fall schedule, according to the trades. While it may be Peacock Day, SNL's Michael Che is heading to HBO Max. He's going to star in and exec produce a sketch comedy show that has a six-episode commitment, according to the trades. Each episode will examine a theme or incident and illustrate what it's like to experience it as a black person. Lorne Michaels' Broadway video is, of course, producing alongside Universal Television. And also in the WarnerMedia universe, uh, Christy Chan has been named VP of Publicity over at TBS, TNT, and True TV, coming over from Netflix. Over at the USA Network, some surprising news. Uh, They're now shopping their planned Evil Knievel limited series starring Milo Ventimiglia to other outlets, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The project had finished casting and was very close to starting production back in March when it was, of course, shut down. But with availability windows on Milo's schedule closing, USA has decided the new timeline for the project no longer fits their needs. Uh, So basically, anybody else want this? And we'll round out the TV section today with news that Tyra Banks has been named as the new host of Dancing with the Stars, according to Variety. Well, that was fast. Uh, She'll also be an exec producer on the show. Though still no mention of, like, uh, when the new season will shoot. In movie news... Director Gina Prince-Bythewood, whose latest movie The Old Guard just launched on Netflix last weekend, has already signed onto her next project. She'll direct Viola Davis in the period action drama The Woman King at TriStar. That one's inspired by true events in Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries, according to Variety. By the way, Viola is on the next Vanity Fair cover, according to CNN. It's the first Vanity Fair cover that was shot by a black photographer, ever. Well, kind of nest. The Telluride Film Festival has now officially been canceled this year. The festival had previously announced several social distancing measures for Labor Day weekend, but it seems the loss of a couple of venues that are housed in schools was one big factor leading to the decision to throw in the towel, according to The Hollywood Reporter. 
But we'll finish out here with a shout out to the Jersey federal judge who denied the state's movie theater owner's request for a temporary restraining order against the state's decision to keep movie theaters closed for the time being. An initial hearing is now scheduled for early August, according to Deadline, when there will still likely be no new movies on the horizon to show anyway. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With notable departures at New York Magazine and the New York Times, looming layoffs at Vox Media, a big change in billboard chart policies, and a reversal in the Weinstein civil suit settlement. Oh, in today's pop quiz. What movie did Viola Davis win her Oscar for? The answer after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing. And if uh, one thing's been proven by now, I think I know my beer. And that I have a penchant for female pop music. But uh, that aside, Athletic Brewing is really doing some amazing things with non-alcoholic beer. Which has gotten a terrible rep for many years, and deservedly so. But Athletic has taken their own unique approach to making non-alcoholic beer. They do make lagers, and they're great. But they also make delicious IPAs, coffee stouts, and golden ales. Which is the beer I often have for lunch. And it only has 50 calories, 4 ingredients, and is below 5 parts per million in terms of gluten, if you're watching that kind of thing. But best of all, they ship to all 50 states, and the shipping is free when you order 2 six packs or more and if for some reason you don't like it i'll come drink the rest of your beer i'm not gonna pay you for it but it's a it's a gesture go to athleticbrewing.com shop pick out two six packs that fit your palate that's athleticbrewing.com shop and i put the direct link right at the bottom of this episode show notes because i know how technology works or someone told me about it and now the answer to today's pop quiz Viola Davis has been nominated for an Oscar three times, but her one win came in 2017 for Best Supporting Actress in Fences, co-starring Denzel. Uh, Washington. How many Denzels do you know? Now over to the media biz and social platforms. The ABC News PR department is pointing out that their ABC World News Tonight evening news show was the most popular show on TV last week period of like everything that aired on TV. The show is averaging around 9 million viewers a night and the three evening news network shows combined are still reaching about 22 million people every night. The nearly $19 million settlement in the Harvey Weinstein assault and harassment class action lawsuit has been rejected by a New York federal judge, according to The Hollywood Reporter. It's mainly due to increasing objections from other women with lawsuits against the convicted felon. So it looks like the civil court settlement process will continue on. A couple of noteworthy departures in the journalism world. Barry Weiss has resigned from the New York Times opinion section, citing constant bullying inside the company and the fostering of an illiberal environment. That's according to her resignation letter. And Andrew Sullivan announced in a series of tweets that he is leaving New York Magazine, according to CNN. But he only really said that more would become clear in his final column this Friday. Well, the man does know how to write a cliffhanger. Elsewhere in digital publishing, CNBC reports that Vox Media has notified its unions that further layoffs are ahead. Vox, of course, is the umbrella for several brands, from New York Magazine to SB Nation, Recode, Eater, and a bunch of others. Vox's revenue was down 40% in the second quarter, and they're now looking at a potential 25% miss on their 2020 total year revenues. Vox furloughed about 100 people back in April, and it seems like most of those folks who did not take buyouts will be a big part of the layoffs in the days ahead. And just going to tack this on here, Google confirmed this morning that they are investing $4.5 billion in India's largest mobile phone provider, Geo. That's according to Deadline. 
Geo's probably a pretty familiar name at this point, as they have now taken several billion dollars of investment from U.S. companies and investment firms. Thus, continuing the theme of 2020 being the year that American investment money has truly begun to bet on the world's second most populated country as the future of tech and commerce growth. And we'll finish up with some chart news. That's not a new genre. Billboard announced that artists will no longer be able to bundle sales of their albums with concert ticket sales in order to get a higher ranking on the Billboard charts, according to Music Business Worldwide. I remember concerts. They were fun. Anyway, uh, when concerts do become like a thing again, there will be no more gaming the system whereby artists make you buy their new album when you buy a ticket to an upcoming show, which can be really annoying when the only reason you're buying the ticket is to hear the old hits anyway. And Spotify will now feature two podcast ranking charts as they continue to expand into the medium, a top 50 most popular, similar to what Apple Podcasts has, as well as a trending list, which cites the podcasts with the most audience growth, according to The Verge. And good news, I've already not made both lists. Boom. In today's programming notes, ABC launches the Will Sasso family sitcom United We Fall at 8 p.m., And of course, all of the new original Peacock shows launch on the pay versions of the service. And all four English Premier League soccer matches will stream on Peacock free today, starting at 12.15 p.m. Well, not if you stream your TV through the two largest connected TV devices, Roku or Amazon Fire. Still no Peacock availability there. Though as Peacock is the last major streaming service to launch, uh, now what do we talk about? Well, let's go back and finish out with Spotify as they launch in Russia today, as well as 12 Eastern European countries, most of whom I will respectively decline to read as to avoid falling into a really bad accent. But you know what Spotify is great for? Listening to music. Okay, that's uh, pretty weak. But uh, anyway, it's an excuse to play some brand new Cold War Kids. This one's called You Already Know. If you would, my only ask for this here free podcast is to share it with a colleague, even if it's the one who's always showing off how smart they are. You know who I'm talking about. It's a big help to me, so please and thank you. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.